the best bits of the week. The Wake Up with Webster podcast. Potty, 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 podcast time. Okay, you got that out of your system, yeah? That was, uh, that's how I sing. Later on in the podcast, you'll hear Hi Hi Claire gets. Oh, it's like a cat screeching. Can we not put that in, actually? Oh, come on. You know oh. it's one of the highlights of the week. Who doesn't want to hear a nursery rhyme sung in the style of a famous singer? Me. Everyone <laughs> wants to hear that. That's the answer. So, uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you once again for downloading and pressing that subscribe button. I'm sure you've done it. You just, totally have. Just slide the cursor over it now. That's it. Press. We've got lots of things coming up in the podcast this week, including tips on how you can stay cool including uh, a drama that unfolded this week as I had to hire a professional oh. burglar. <laughs> Locking yourself out of your house. The yeah. things Claire will do for the show. <laughs> yeah, I did it for the show. That's Staged. exactly what it was. 100%. And uh, Anton's mum, if you've been watching Love Island, Anton from Love Island, his mum appeared on the spin-off show after Sun is that a spin-off show it's yeah. just the kind of extra bits show I guess kind of like a debriefing and well we found out at the start that she shaves Anton's bum <laughs> so I guess we've got a little clip of um, bum uh, shaving bum shaving let's just leave it at that yeah alright it's all coming up here's the best bits of the week on the Wake Up With Webster podcast including you Wake Up With Webster podcast Claire, get your bum out. <laughs> it's, how many times? It's not my bum. Like I need to ask. Uh, it's out anyway, isn't it? Let's show away. Your... Sorry? It's the bruise. It's never out. It's just below the buttock. But, uh, it's, yeah, it's left, on my hip, kind of. Left buttock. Now, this is the, the all-consuming bruise. You've never seen anything like this. Honestly, I was kind of trying to compare it with size yesterday, and it's bigger than the palm of my hand. And I've not got small hands. Imagine so, uh, the shape a basketball leaves when it bounces. The biggest ball you can think, a medicine ball even. Yeah. When it bounces, it leaves a mark. It's about that size. It's yeah. You've just seen there, it. though, it's a bit more yellow than purple now. So yeah. I think we're going, I think we're all right. We're healing. My body's pretty good at healing itself when You're it comes to stuff like that. slightly worried about it, though. Well. Because it's been a week and uh, you know what they say about bruises. What do they say about bruises? Well, maybe I won't say then. Um, but... I would be slightly concerned, especially as you've never bruised before. You you, have, you wear that like a badge of honour. So I've never had a bruise. And then poof, the biggest bruise of all time. <laughs> just days after you said that as well. Yeah, it and was a complete jinx thing as well because I just finished all the healing for my back at the physio and stuff. And she's like, right, no more. That's it, you're done. And then I said, you can't say that. I'm going to walk out and face plant or something like that. But I didn't. I made it. Back yeah, to the office. But what you did, yeah, and then get involved in a game of table tennis with table tennis bats and the was it a tennis were, ball or a table yeah, tennis ball? A table ball? tennis ball, but the rules were you had to be in the chairs. Now, on the back of my chair in the office upstairs, I've basically got a whole wardrobe there because you just need to have clothes for all occasions. So one of the jumpers or jackets had fallen and got caught under the wheel. And as I leant back to hit the table tennis ball the returning back. smash yep. against the boss the chair went attacked you the chair yep. took it out on you uh, you know that there's probably uh, there's probably a form you can fill in send to HR and you can maybe get where there's blame are there's a claim not, yeah, but are, compensation is there blame because it was probably my idea to play table oh, tennis oh was it your idea you don't say yeah. that out loud that's oh, not no, evidence it was his idea yeah definitely. what are you doing <laughs> come on wake up with Webster podcast 
the best bits of the week. Right, what's the most random injury you've picked up? Uh, Jeanette's been on, says, uh, I was ironing outside when a gust of wind blew over the ironing board and the iron. Onto her foot. Ah, it gets worse. I shouted for my daughter to come and help me. I then uh, picked up the board and my daughter picked up the iron. <gasps> what's going to happen the next? The wrong way. What's going to happen She next? dropped it again. We I both, don't know. We both came up at the same time. Banged heads. Ah, that's what I was thinking. I thought it was going to smack heads here. Iron on the floor. And then heads. drop the iron. But no, uh, we came up at the same time. And by accident, the iron ironed the back of my arm. <gasps> um, oh. And I've got a scar to prove it. It's still there. Imagine oh. if you got an iron scar, you'd see the little circles and the whole. <laughs> ah, the burning onto your flesh. Sorry, Janet, we shouldn't laugh at you. Uh, right, let's see what Louise has got. Louise, thank you for calling us. Good morning. What was your most random injury then? Uh, well, I was putting a load of washing on. I bent down to pick up a pile of clothes to put in the machine and I heard this popping sound. Oh! <laughs> no. You know that's not going to be good right away. It's not, it, it wasn't good. Uh, and I was stuck in a sort of bent over position. So I thought I'd just pull the muscle on the back. I thought I'll take a cup, couple of paracetamol, I'll go to my bed, I'll be fine in the morning. And when I woke up in the morning, I couldn't move. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> it took me about an hour to be able to just stretch over to reach my phone to phone someone to come and help me. Oh, no. Got into the hospital and realised I'd broken my back in three places. What? No way. (laughs) So... Uh, this is why you should never do washing. Do the washing, yeah. yeah We're exactly. a lesson here. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable, just from bending down. Yeah, so you should bend at the knees, don't bend with your back. <laughs> yeah, I think we all learned that lesson there. Yeah. Wow, uh, Louise, that's incredible. Broken back from that. I'm never doing washing ever again. How many just people in case. listening right now are just going to turn around and say, nah, Use that as an excuse. If you're not here, Louise, on uh, Wake Up Webs, I'm not putting the washing out. I could put my back out. Wake up with Webster Podcast. So we're, li- we're looking at random injuries you've picked up. And some, some of them making me wince. And there's photos as well getting yeah. included. Everyone likes to, to tell us about their, their worst injury and then show it off like it's a badge. It's because you've got a war wound or, you know, you've actually got something to be... Not, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say proud of. I am proud of you've my bruise. You've got a story so. at yes. last. That's, yes. that's what it is. Uh, I was shopping with my mum, says Rebecca. We had a broken Asda trolley. I lifted it and dropped it on my foot. Ended up breaking my toes and screaming and crying and everyone looking at me. Oh. Ouch. No. I slid down the inflatable chutes at uh, carnivals with my daughter. Sprained my ankle, tore my ligaments. That's uh, from Gemma. Uh, Joel... There's another. There's loads of shopping trolley ones. Wow. Uh, who would have thought they were that dangerous? Look out for the ones with the wonky wheels. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Gemma and Dundee's called us as well. Hey, Gemma. Morning. Thanks. Thanks for calling them. What's your most random injury? So I went on holiday with this, uh, my high school. So we went to France and we went to a cheese factory in Normandy for a look round. Nice. And while uh, we were walking back to the bus, um, I ended up falling and breaking my arm. What? What? On a school trip. I That's... don't believe it. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> I had to get a cheese joke in, sorry. Uh, you're hanging about with me too often. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, I actually never got it checked for about two weeks afterwards, so I was still going about with a broken arm, <laughs> uncasted. Oh, what? No. What, was it one of the teachers that said, nah, walk it off, Gemma, you'll be fine? Uh, yeah, basically, 
just said to me, oh, can you move your arm? So I was able to still bend it and that. And they were like, okay, it's not broken. Oh, no. This is, uh, this is reminding me of flashbacks of when my wife broke her wrist on Christmas Day and all the Websters were like, nah, it's fine. Next morning, A&E, broken wrist. So how did you eventually find out it was broken? When I got home, my mum noticed my arm was in a lump. <gasps> so she just thought, right, well, go to the doctors. So I went to the doctors. They sent me to King's Cross, got an x-ray, and a week later they told me it was broken. <laughs> the teacher that was actually meant to be the... Uh, sort of trained first aider. Uh, he just didn't think it was broken. <laughs> oh, no. Expert opinion if there. If you can wiggle your fingers, you're fine. Was that <laughs> exactly. the kind of route? Yeah. What just, did you trip over, by the way? Have some cheese and be quiet, Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, basically, my feet. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, That's the worst. Not even anyone to blame. I know, I know. Oh, TFM. Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. But right now, fathers rejoice everywhere. Head shaking. Scientists, no. come on, you've got to... You can't diss the scientists. They've put a lot of study and effort into this. Scientists have revealed a simple way to make dad jokes funnier. To be fair, I don't think you needed to go through uh, loads of scientific study to know this. Well, tell that to the students at the University College of London. (laughs) (laughs) If you hear laughter or you see a baby laughing like a video on Facebook or something like that, you're probably going to laugh along. Yeah, spontaneous laughter is the best kind of laughter. But now this study has said that if you have a laughter track at the end of a punchline, it will increase how funny people find a joke. All right? So canned laughter is what it is, like that. <laughs> I mean, we've kind of known it for years. because Like a lot, the stuff you hear on sitcoms. American sitcoms, yeah. Cheers, and, oh my... Well, they were the worst. Yeah, yeah, I mean, some of this... And uh, Big Bang Theory... They would just have canned laughter all the time for Even no reason. I'm, yeah. do- I'm off to the toilet. <laughs> It, you know, for no reason, they would just have canned laughter. And you're like, don't tell me when to laugh. Uh, but now they're saying that they've done a, a proper study here. So they got a professional comedian to deliver 40 dad jokes and added either canned laughter <laughs> or spontaneous laughter. I'm pointing it <laughs> clear. Yeah. To the end of the recordings. And then they were played to two groups of participants who judged how funny the jokes were. Same jokes. And they, they judge the ones with the canned laughter at the end funnier. Okay. Right, so let's try it out. You ready? You know, I was asking my wife uh, the other day if I was the only one she'd been with. She said yes, all the others had been nines and tens. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I was pretty good. No, nothing. Um... <laughs> I mean, now you're just laughing. Laughter for no reason. You know, I refused to believe that my road worker father was stealing from his job. But when I got home, all the signs were there. Do you know what? I actually quite like that one for for being, you know, the travel geekiness inside of me. (laughs) The only thing my friends like doing with me is eating. I call them my taste buds. It's just clever. It's not really that... Funny, but you don't like that one? Mm, no. Uh. Stop it! It's, it's actually funny being with a sad response. It's actually funnier, isn't it? Just clear. No. You would be disappointed if I laughed at your jokes. To the person who stole my glasses, I will find you. I have contacts. Come on! 
Panic at the Disco and High Hopes on TFM. What a tune that is. Right, Lewis Capaldi is coming up uh, with his big number one song, the, uh, the biggest song of 2019 so far. We mentioned this earlier, but I want to just uh, approach it again. Uh, he was doing a gig in Scarborough and he needed the loo and he went to the toilet with his microphone on. No, I've done this. Horrendous. I've done this Why? at a gig. Why have you done this? I didn't know. He knew. I didn't know. But it was. I was hosting something and you've got one of these tie mics on. Uh, and I went off to the loo and I didn't know it was still on. So, oh, and you no. know what? I'm a, quite a chatty guy. So I, they actually heard me not just talking going for a tinkle, yourself. talking to myself <laughs> and saying, oh, looking pretty good, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then starting a conversation with some random who came in who was talking about the awards bash and they heard it all. They heard every single bit, even all the, the shaking and the, uh, 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 there we go. <laughs> all that guys need to do. I think that is horrendous. I mean, surely someone would have noticed and turned your mic off. The shit off, but you know, it's you know, you know who we work with. <laughs> Wake up with Webster podcast, the best bits of the week. Hey, you know, we talked about the storm on Area 51 last week, was it? Ah, uh, that's old news now. It's old news, but have you seen the, the latest one? The storm on Loch Ness. Yes. It's now up to 40,000 signatures. We will find Nessie. Yeah, a lot of people have signed up and said, uh, yeah, we're going. And even more have said, I'm interested. And you know the people that say, I'm interested, they're not going. No, ever. <laughs> never. Uh, for any anything. Did ever. you see there's two teams, though? There's the team sponges and the team straws. What? To storm Loch Ness and find Nessie? Yep. I so the straws that. will soak the water. <laughs> the sponges will <laughs> jump in. And soak up the water so there's no me? way. Uh, well, yeah, but then one guy messaged, he's like, I'm Team Sports Direct. <laughs> <laughs> Just go in with a mug. Well, now the RNLI have come out, the Royal National Lifeboat uh, Institution, and they're, they're being pretty serious, and they're quite rightly warning people about the dangers of a lock, especially Loch Ness, seeing it's... Uh, it's See, two, it's got a monster in it. It's got a monster in it, be careful. And it's, it's almost two and a half times, the depth is almost two and a half times the height of Big Ben. That's how uh, huge Loch Ness is. People don't seem to realise that. And the average temperature is six degrees. So they posted this up on their Twitter yesterday, reminding everyone, hey, back off. Remember, this is silly. Don't do this. And then they signed off with a warning saying, Nessie won, bandwagon nil. I love that. <laughs> Isn't that great? Right, Zana Larson's on. And you know what? If anyone did storm Loch Ness, they'd just come back with midgy bites anyway. That's <laughs> yeah, it. true. What do, you, what do you get? Just a bite. Wake Up With Webster Podcast. Uh, we've not been uh, shut down by the lightning. Wow. Um, good morning. It's Wake Up With Webster at TFM for Wednesday. And it's crazy, right? Biblical rain, the craziest, loudest thunder ever, and uh, the most lightning strikes I've ever witnessed. It's crazy. And uh, there's been a drama unfolding that you might think would be related to the weather. Claire, are you there? Am I here? I'm here. Where? I'm in a taxi. In a taxi, right. Have you got your wallet on you? Because I need you to come and pay my taxi fare. I've actually got cash in my back pocket for the first time <laughs> in a long time. No way. But you know what? That's drama. When I got this message from you, well, only 15 minutes ago, I was thinking, Claire's done a me. <laughs> She's done a <laughs> hanging about with me too much. Go on, admit. What, what have you done? Um, I've locked myself out of everything. My car, my house, everything. How? How? What went down? 
well, I've got one of these doors that just shuts behind you. So. Yeah, but you knew that. Yeah, no, but I wasn't <laughs> thinking. Right. Well, I'm outside. Is... Can you come and play, pay my taxi, please? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it on the camera. <laughs> I can see it on the camera right now. Okay, I'll be there in a sec. Have you got a thing? <laughs> or This is your thing now, isn't it? Actually, you're going to have to explain yourself when you come in. <laughs> We'll, I know. <laughs> we'll make this your thing, right? I'll be out in a sec with the money. <laughs> Wake up with Webster Podcast. Right, we might have solved this issue thanks to a very nice gentleman. Charlie's just been on the phone. Uh, Charlie Keane. Uh, he's a professional burglar. No, he's not. He's I'm not, not a burglar. No, he's a, he's a slater. He is going to help me out, though, hopefully. And the only thing is, now I'm really worried because he's going to climb in my window. And, and it's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Underwear everywhere. Is it? No. Well, what but kind of I've mess are we talking? Decorating, haven't I? So it's like. Oh, that's fine. Charlie, but... Charlie's used to that kind of thing. <laughs> okay. uh, you know what he said though? It's interesting. They've been on call since five a.m. in Dundee in case the the lightning has caused any issues on roofs around the city. Really? Yeah. A slater on call. It's like put the bat signal up, but it's just a slate. In the sky. We need you, Charlie. <laughs> All right, so Claire's going to leave the show and dash off and try and meet Charlie, and he's got a ladder and try and get in through a window. Yep. So, good luck. That's uh, that's that's amazing. Thank you, Charlie. Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. We want to know today, when have you been locked out or locked in? Claire's had the whole drama today. This morning, it's unfolded. <laughs> She's back in now. She got a man. <laughs> With a ladder. <laughs> Phyllis has called us. Hey, Phyllis, what's your story about being locked out then? Well, I was just getting out of the bath and somebody was knocking at my door. I've got two doors, the outside door and the inside door. When I shut the outside door, the inside door blew shut behind me. Oh. So I was locked out. In this wee square so, type thing or? Yes, just in the little square. <laughs> so I thought, what am I going to do? Because I had nothing on my feet. I was, I was dripping wet, I had my dressing gown on. I thought, I'm just going to have to go to my neighbours. So I knocked at the door and she just looked at me as if... Do you know them well? No, I just moved in. Oh, no. Oh, no. First encounter, wet pyjamas. Wet pyjamas. Only had my dressing gown on bare feet and it was pouring the rain. And she just looked at me and I explained this, the story and uh, she says, would you like to come in and use my phone? So I was like, who am I going to phone? Because And no one remembers numbers. Phones. Yeah. I don't know. So I remembered my husband's works number because he was at night shift. So I had to phone him and get him to phone the daughter to come with the key. When she came, she only had the back door key and the back gate was locked. So I had to get my neighbour's son to climb the, the wall. Oh, <laughs> oh, what drama. Back door. Oh, my word. So how long, well, how, how long did it all last before you're back in? Oh, just about 20 minutes. But oh. it was 20 embarrassing minutes. 20 long minutes as well. I will never forget. <laughs> I don't think the neighbour will ever forget as well. Amazing. Uh, thank you, Phyllis. Pictured of a, a, a drenched rat. Uh, they're incredible. Poor Phyllis. Am I the only one that thought when she started the call with someone's knocking at the door, somebody's ringing the bell? No. no am I the only one? Okay. Wake up with Webster Podcast. Right, Ali's called us uh, about being locked out. Ali, what's your story then? Morning. 
So um, we'd been up at Glenmore campsite um, at Loch Morlick and my husband had gone off on a bike ride and I was seven and a half months pregnant and so had taken our toddler to the beach to wait for him and as I was getting out the camper van to get things organised I thought oh I'm going to close the door go back in and get, the, get my son who was in the front but of course with a very big bump and a very long stiff door it was difficult to get it closed so I threw the keys into the front seat while I was closing the door and of course the minute Aww. I did it <laughs> yes. I knew and as they hit the seat, they obviously pressed the automatic lock oh. at just as the door closed. <laughs> what are the chances of that happening? Yes, yes, yes. So I was very panicked and a bit frantic outside thinking, what am I going to do? Thank goodness he was unclipped from his seat because we'd been parked for a wee while. Desperately trying to convince him I wasn't panicked, I wasn't worrying, um, but obviously that was not working Still at all. Still smiling, it's okay, Mom, yes, everything's it's fine. fine. Mommy's not <laughs> panicking. Um, and thankfully, a really lovely lady with her very small baby and a tattoo and a toddler came over and said, Is everything okay? And I said, No, I've locked my foot in the car. And, um, How could she, she said, tell? Well, <laughs> I think you could probably hear me from like Perth. You know, I was really quite distressed. <laughs> okay. And so she stayed with me until we managed to get him out, and we kind of kind of got him to pull up the button. And Aww. so it was fine. Got in the back of this camper van with them, hugged him. You know, was really kind of like, oh my goodness, what could have happened? And thought, oh, I didn't really say thank you to the lovely woman. I'll get out of the car. We'll go back down to the beach and we'll find her. So I managed to find her on the beach. It was quite quiet to say thank you. Spoke to her for quite a while. You know, talking away about baby that was due and all the rest of it. And then as I was talking to her, her dog had dug a massive hole behind me in the sand. What? Um, and I hadn't realised. And I stepped backwards into the hole and fell into it. Oh so. no! <laughs> Every bit of composure and, you know, (laughs) managed to make myself look better at the time speaking to her. I totally (laughs) lost it by falling into the hole. But I'm glad to see we became very good friends and we're still friends to this day. What a story (laughs) this is. Wow, that's got everything, hasn't it? Who would have thought? A new friendship bloomed as well from falling into a hole. Yeah, the whole thing at the end, that was a twist we didn't see coming, right? (laughs) All right, so Claire was locked out. Megan's called us from uh, Dundee. Megan, you were locked in. What's your story then? So we'd uh, just moved into our first flat and it was actually our one-year anniversary. So we'd had a couple of people over for drinks and then they'd left and obviously we went to bed. Closed the bedroom door and the handle fell off entirely. <gasps> no! <laughs> so we were locked in the room and obviously we lived by ourselves so there was nobody there to help us. Didn't know what to do. So my partner thought he would just jump out the window and try and get in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> he was just in his pants. <laughs> Spider-Man pants, because he's scaling an outside wall. I mean, if he knows he's climbing outside, then you'd think he'd know to put maybe some clothes on. I think he just panicked, and he just <laughs> just jumped out the window. He's trying to be a hero. I was trying to figure out the door handle, and I turned around, and he was out in the garden. <laughs> in his pants. I was like, what? what are you doing? It's all right, I've got this. I've got this with my pants on. And then what happened? Well, I managed, like, Bear grills to fashion a tool out of a Kirby clip and chewing gum. That's impressive. <laughs> MacGyvered the situation. Definitely. Yeah. The whole time, I was just singing Destiny's Child. Which I'm one? I'm a survivor. Survivor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but meanwhile, where's Pantman? What's he doing? Still in the garden. <laughs> but the, it was an enclosed back garden and the gate was locked. He couldn't even get to the front door, so he's just running around the garden in his pants. Help. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pointless, him even going yeah. outside. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, you had to open the door and then go and rescue him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and did your makeshift uh, lockpick work? It did, because the metal, you know, I don't know what it's called, the bar, managed to pull that through and then turn it so it opened the door. Well done. So Pantman yeah. was not needed. He was just making <laughs> no. a fool of himself. Megan is <laughs> yeah. the hero here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
all well, fully dressed. <laughs> I'm a survivor. Oh, that's amazing. Thanks, Megan. Wake up with Webster Podcast. All right, we've got an incredible story to share with you right now. Uh, she's on the line with us, the lady responsible for this story that's got all the elements you want from a story. Norma. Norma Wilson from Kitty Muir. Now, Norma uh, got married at the weekend. Yay! Yay. Congratulations. Got hitched at Rewind. I didn't even know this was a thing. No, I forgot there was some kind of uh, chapel there. Uh, but yeah, Norma, uh, tell us then, why Rewind? Why did you choose that for your wedding venue? Uh, been at Rewind since the very beginning, um, apart from one year. And um, I met two of my bridesmaids at Rewind. It's really important to us, my partner. And I met when I was at Rewind, not at Rewind. So we were speaking away and he's like, that sounds amazing, never heard of that. Sorry, not my partner, my husband. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yet. <laughs> Tied the knot. Um, and it was just like, we were sitting... We were at Perth switch on lights in a camper van. And we got engaged. And we were going through what we are going to do, where we were going to go, Bermuda, Barbados. Oh, let's do Rewind. <laughs> Bermuda, Barbados, Schoon! Of course! Rewind! Yay! I didn't know the, uh, they've actually had a chapel there before and you could get married at Rewind Festival. Yeah, every year there's been this amazing. That was why we chose it. Chapel is just fantastic, inflatable chapel. But, and it was all booked there to have it there and then in March the end of March we got this lovely wee text through from them saying Rewind have cancelled us what? oh no and the Excel spreadsheet for my wedding went out the window so kind of Rewind stepped in um, and it was fantastic it was absolutely brilliant the sun came out literally as we were going in and when we came out it was full blown it was just great it was just mad we ended up with catering from a certain nice shop in Marks in Perth um, brilliant and and a champagne reception back at the camper vans, and then just party on. And it was really nice because, like, we managed to book Foreigner and Brian Fay. Yeah, you got all the acts, especially for the big day. It was just brilliant. Uh, Norma Wilson, is that the married name? Yeah. Okay, Mrs. Wilson. There was one part of the story we were slightly concerned about. (laughs) Um, You've had your celebration, you're partying, you're you're married, you're hitched. And then you didn't even go there. What? What happened? Well, 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 hang on. I'll right. Listen, I did promise you this story had all the elements, right? We've okay. Not, we've not got to the screams yet. All right. Okay. That's to come next. Why? Wow, stay there, Norma. Heaven is a place near Perth. <laughs> Linda Carlisle was there, wasn't she? Wake up with Webster podcast. The best bits of the week. Norma Wilson is still on with us, right? Norma got married at Rewind so Festival. So it was a bit of a drama. Yeah. We've gone through all the good stuff and all the cute stuff. Now, what happened? So, I'm in the camper van, hair done, about to get into my wedding dress, and I hear Andy, my husband, walking up over the grass with his sister and brother-in-law, who had just arrived, to go, oh, I'll just show you the camper van. I'm shouting, I'm naked, don't come in. Don't come in, please don't come in. You don't hear anything, because the camper van's really soundproofed. So, jump down the step to get near the door to shout, don't come in, because I am absolutely naked at this point, <laughs> with a pair of pants around my ankles. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> and smacked my foot into the kitchen bit that sticks out. Oh, and I actually oh. heard my toe go... <coughs> oh. I was like, oh, that was a bit sore. Did they hear that from the, the camper van, the scream? No, no, it didn't squeal or anything, just... 
continued getting the dress on, got the shoes on, because I had white sparkly trainers, and um, I shot out the door because obviously they're shouting to me, rewind to put on like one of those wee buggies. And I got in that, and we went and had the wedding and everything like that. We came out and got back in it and got back up to the champagne reception. And I went up to take my foot off, and it was just too tall. Oh, oh, so they are, four. they are, yeah, so they're broken. Yeah. Broken oh, toes. On your wedding day as well. On my wedding day. It's memorable for so many reasons, isn't it? Oh, it's just memorable. It's etched in my brain. Yeah. One day it might fade, but no, I'm no. pretty confident it won't. No, no, you've got that story. That, that You've got that for the rest of your life now, haven't you? <laughs> Rewind, the jackets, the toes, the nakedness, the screaming. <laughs> Congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Wilson. Mr. Mrs. Wilson. Best, <laughs> most memorable wedding Look day. Look how cheesy she is, just saying it. <laughs> Mrs. Wilson. <laughs> Even when you're 15, 16. Wake up with Webster Podcast. Remember Jessie J? Remember the big hit price tag? Yeah. And she was she quite went off a character. to do something. Did she not go on and like the X Factor in China or, and win it or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, she did that. And then uh, she was a judge on um, The Voice, I think, in the in Australia. Yeah, uh, and she's... the UK. She did the UK one as well oh, right at yeah. the start. Well, yeah. Jessie J is now back in the UK. She's Dating gonna... Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah, there's mm. that as well. That was quite un- unexpected. Uh, so she was on a TV show recently on in the UK on Channel 4 and uh, I'd never heard of it before but it's, it's a new comedian who's running this show and there's a segment they have that involved uh, Jessie J who was a guest on it. Now she had to sing a song in the style of a famous singer. Okay, right? so sing and, their song in the style of their famous... Song? No, uh, the, what they did is they had a random generator that would uh, randomly generate a nursery rhyme and then she would have to sing that in the style of a singer that was randomly generated. Okay. So, uh, Old MacDonald Had a Farm was chosen <laughs> and Jessie J had to step up to the mic and sing it in the style of Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. What tune? Have a listen to this. Old MacDonald <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> to be fair, she doesn't sound unlike Whitney. Bang on! On the money! <laughs> we all know the words. He had a cow. She's in the zone, she's got her eyes closed, she's doing air grabs. Everyone's laughing at this, it's amazing. Here we go. With a moo. Moo here. So, let me explain. When I said I want to end the week on a high before I go off on holiday, and I need you to get a high, it's what I meant is Claire. I've got a challenge for you. You've got to hit the high notes. What? I'm going to choose a nursery rhyme no. and a singer's style, and you have to do it before the end of the show, before nine o'clock this morning, actually. Can I get some practice I've got time? A challenge Can I just you. leave the show for you're five a, minutes? You're a trained singer. No, you've, I'm not. You've been a cabaret I'm not a singer. singer, though. A camps and so on. You've done that before. Yeah, but that was just like banter. That's not professional. Let me fade down Jessie J because she might make you 
sound bad. <laughs> and I'll hit you with a challenge. The song and the style oh, is no. coming next. You're going to be good. I think you'll nail it. <laughs> Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. See, you are a self-proclaimed rapper from when you were 14 or whatever. Yeah, I made a song. I am not a singer. Yeah, well, Claire used to work uh, as a holiday rep at camps in Greece and you had to entertain the holidaymakers, the British tourists, didn't you? Yeah, but it was funny. It wasn't... uh, This is going to be funny. (laughs) This is going to be funny in so many different ways. Uh, After we saw Jesse J putting on a performance on a comedy show, performing Old MacDonald to a Whitney Houston song, I thought, yes, this is ideal. It's time for me to get my own back for Wonky Donkey. From a few months back when you uh, you got me to do that uh, rap. So you have a mission. You did really Let's well, though. Start the music. All right. This is it. You couldn't let me do it in the style of Black Eyed Peas, you know? Nah, Whitney is a challenge. Black Eyed Peas, you got Will I Am chipping in. I was thinking auto tune. No, 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 no. This is it. Right, the challenge is Claire has to sing Roll, Roll, Roll Your Boats <laughs> in the style of Whitney Houston's I'm Every Woman. Take it away. Yeah. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. <clears throat> Yo. Roll, roll, roll your boat gently down the stream. Do I have to keep going? You got it, girl. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Keep it up. Oh. Keep those high notes going. Hang on. Roll, roll, <laughs> roll. We're losing it now. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. Yes. Roll, roll, roll your boat. Gently down the stream. Just one more time. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. Nailed it. Yes, 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 yes. That was really nerve wracking. That worked a treat. <laughs> Wake up with Webster Podcast. The end. Never play that ever again, please. Thank you very much. Uh, translation You want me to put a video up of it with the lyrics and make it go viral. <laughs> that's what she really means. No, that's not what I mean at all. Thank you very much for the challenge. You know, I accepted it and I uh, sounded roll, like a cat, but yeah. Just so <laughs> uh, no, I think it was a, a brilliant way to end the week on a high. Uh, I'm off for the next two weeks. Do you think Gregor, who's taken over, will actually do a podcast? Uh, he's done one before, so I don't know. I guess if we tell him to, then he probably will. I'll be on home run next week covering for Gregor, so I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see what Gregor and Lindsay get up to. Yeah, if they do a podcast next week, best bits, I'll be about three minutes long. <laughs> You can't say that. <laughs> I'm off on holiday. I can see ya. <laughs> oh, don't forget to tune in, by the way. 6 to 10 weekdays right here TFM. Love you, Gregor. And Lindsay. Oh, yeah. The Wake Up With Webster podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and at tfm.co.uk and listen live on TFM weekday mornings from 6. <laughs>